Welcome to the Lean Solutions Podcast, where we discuss business solutions to help listeners develop and implement action plans for true lean process improvement. I am your host, Patrick Adams. Hello and welcome to the Lean Solutions Podcast. My name is Patrick Adams, and today we are in episode 19. Uh, We'll be talking with Steve Kane, the Director of Customer Success at the Gemba Academy. And this interview actually took place a few months ago at the beginning of this global pandemic. And the great thing about this particular webinar is that it's relevant still at the end of the year as we wrap up 2020 and we're moving into 2021. Uh, Steve Kane talked to us about coaching and leader standard work to help people find certainty in uncertain times. And I just really think that as we uh, look back on 2020, uh, it's been a very difficult year for many people, um, but we are getting ready to launch 2021. And I just really think the the value add discussion that came about earlier this year with Steve um, is going to provide much value to us as we go into 2021. So uh, listen in and enjoy. and I, I normally work at home, and, and so in some respects, things are the same for me. But at the same time, I feel as though my life has been completely disrupted. Yeah. Uh, uh, so um, we're going to, to, to get into that. So this, this disruption, the, the first thing that happens to us um, is that we have this feeling of uncertainty. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like speeding down the road into a fog bank. We're not, we uh, we don't know what we're going to encounter uh, one day to the next. Uh, news is full of all kinds of, of variation in stories. I mean, one story is that it's getting better. One story is that things are continuing to get worse and spreading. Uh, but what does that mean for us on an individual basis or on an organizational basis? Uh, we go through uh, uh, certain experiences through the day that kind of help us feel normal. Right. Um, but right now we're we're finding a new way to work. Right. So normal isn't happening anymore. Um, the idea of getting back to normal is something that I would challenge everybody to maybe put down for a while. Uh, uh, there, we won't. Uh, right. The past is in the past. And now we're dealing with uh, an uncertain future. Uh, right. So we don't know what to expect in the coming weeks or months. And uh, in this uncertainty impacts the contribution that we're making to our organizations. And I want to be really broad with that definition of organization, right? So it might be the company that you're working for, uh, but, you know, think of your family as an organization, your faith group, your social circles. Uh, Everything is is disrupted. And uncertainty really is the topic that I I want to focus on uh, today. So if you're accustomed to working in an office or a factory, some facility where people gather, there are some really interesting things that you are doing uh, every single day and everybody else does as well, we all do it, um, that you may not be aware of, right? So we're not really conscious of things, but the way our brains operate, think about it on an animal level, right? We're always trying to survive. We're always trying to find our safest path. Uh, We're always trying to escape pain. And uh, and when, when we're when that's been done, then we try to pursue pleasure. 
that's the way the brain, our brains operate. So if you think about your daily routines, right, you go to the office and you explain, uh, exchange pleasantries with people, right? You say hello, good morning, you go have your coffee, put your things down, and you, you probably do this pretty much the same way every single day. You park in the same place, you go in through the same door, et cetera, et cetera. Now, these routines are doing a couple of things. One, they're establishing what is normal, right? And what you did yesterday is the same today, so things feel normal, things feel safe. And when we're able to do that, now we're when we have this sense of certainty uh, or things that feel normal, then we're able to engage and we're able to then find uh, some variety throughout the day. So we're making these assessments. Is everybody in a good mood? Is, is, are things going well? Is the boss okay? Is the company okay? And all these things happen just in the fraction of a second, just a quick glance. And that is something that we get from our experience working with other people where we can see them and watch all of these behaviors, right? So we're taking, making a quick assessment of the environment, of moods, uh, our, our safety and security, right? We're looking for consistency. Right. And now our office environment looks more like this, right? Mm -hmm. we're, we're isolated and our view of the world is, is somewhat like, like looking through a window. And right. for many of us, it's like looking through a computer screen, right? So we've, uh, we've switched to face-to-face -face interactions to uh, like we're doing today, you know, Zoom. Uh, I think Zoom, I read some statistic that Zoom's uh, subscribership has increased something 100-fold uh, in the last yeah. two weeks, something like that. It's enormous, right? Uh, but this isn't the same experience as having, um, you know, face-to-face -face interactions with people. That's so right. one, of the, one of the things that this isolation is doing to us is uh, it, it's causing us to lose our nonverbal communication. Right. right, just walking by somebody's office, just that quick gesture, the quick glance is uh, often enough to say, you know, basically thumbs up and, and it's reassuring uh, to us. So when we see the boss walk by and smile, we know everything's good. Um, then when that's disrupted, it's not that things are bad, it's that we don't know. Right. And, and when we don't know, right, what's going on, our, what's going on in, our, our, uh, in our minds, right? That's so right. we have these disrupted assessments along with disrupted uh, routines, right? And that introduces uncertainty where certainty is desired, right? We want to be sure everything's okay. So again, the informal conversations aren't happening. Communication now has to be deliberate. So we want to say good, good morning to somebody you know, that we would normally do over at the coffee pot or the coffee station at work. Now that's a phone call or uh, a video chat, and, and uh, there are more obstacles to get over to make that happen, and quite often they don't. Right. So, so let's talk a little bit about what's going on when we have that uncertainty, right? What is, what's happening in the brain, right? So uncertainty leads to stress and fear, and that is related to a shot of uh, uh, a stress hormone, right? Cortisol. So, and that is uh, you know, basic survival brain chemistry. Cortisol gives you a shot to focus you on immediate decisions. And quite often we would describe those as, as snap judgments or knee jerk reactions. And if you think about uh, the way life may have been uh, tens of thousands of years ago, uh, you know, walking around on a, on a plane somewhere and you, uh, and I mean, like a, a geographical uh, 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 feature, 
you know, out on the plains and you see some rustling in a bush, right? Cortisol is that hormone that gets you to jump and run away immediately and not try to figure out what's in there. Uh, so the, that is happening to us when we feel stress or fear, when we feel uh, uh, uncertainty. And the thing that's happening to us is that it can drive some really bad decisions, bad conduct. And as an example, you know, think about videos you've probably seen uh, either in the news or online about people uh, trying to buy toilet paper. <laughs> right. Right. You know, someone's pushing a cart through a store and then people are just bombarding, just ripping things. Now, there is no shortage, you know, of, of toilet paper. There's plenty. Right. But this uh, this stress, this feeling of uncertainty is driving some bad behaviors and bad decisions, right? So we're in survival mode. Yeah. It, yeah. There's a, there's a Gallup study that uh, I had read about at one time that, that said that employees uh, over, you know, I don't know however many number that they had uh, uh, assessed there, the employees said that they needed uh, four things, trust, compassion, stability, and hope. Okay. Yes. So when the stability is taken away, which is kind of, you know, what has happened here that, that you talked about the stable work environment where you're going to work every day, you're parking in the same spot, you're, you know, starting at the same time, you're grabbing coffee at the same time, that's stability. And when that's right. taken away, now all of a sudden that your life is in balance and not in balance anymore. And, and, you know, you're starting to now, like you said, make these rash decisions or these decisions that aren't, don't seem like they make sense when you think back on them, right? But it's because right. one of those important uh, pieces that we seek out, that stability piece has been taken away. That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Now, it, it, so we're driving this, this, yeah, these snap decisions, short-term thinking, when we should be in you know, following this lean principle of making long-term decisions for the long-term health and success of our organization. And sometimes, again, that's sometimes that's our family. Uh, sure. or even us as in individuals, right? So how does all of this relate to coaching and leader standard work? Well, yeah. as Patrick was talking about, right, people need, uh, uh, what were those again? Uh, trust, hope? Uh, trust, compassion, stability, and hope were the four that, that uh, the Gallup put out. Right, okay, so take, a, take, take those into consideration as you're looking at the slide here, right? This is um, uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? So where did, you know, trust, uh, probably the safety social levels, compassion uh, is in the social level, right? Uh, you know, so we're talking about the, f the foundational levels of, of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? So right. Uh, now this, is the, the, this hierarchy has developed over uh, the last few decades. Um, the, the thing with this is these are the drivers of all of our decisions. Mm -hmm. And what that looks like today uh, is really more uh, about what this came from Tony Robbins, the uh, six basic human needs. And our basic human needs are uh, consistency, variety, significance, love, growth, and contribution. Mm -hmm. And we need these things uh, for ourselves. There, nobody's exempt from this. We all have these needs. Uh, we all uh, uh, have 
one predominant need. So you know, based on who we are, our personality, our experiences, one stands out more than the others, but that also changes according to our circumstances. And right, right now, many of us are right at the bottom. I, I just want to get certainty, consistency laid out. I want to make sure I'm safe, my family's safe, I'm able to uh, take care of uh, myself, my family, and then I can worry about work, right? right. Uh, so this is, this is really, uh, what we need to uh, to be focusing on. So for self, we need these things. So we need to. So what we're going to talk about in the next couple of minutes is is how do we maintain that certainty for ourselves. But also, if you're a leader uh, within your organization or within your family, if you're a leader, so either people report to you or you influence other people. Mm -hmm. If you're an influencer, you're a leader. Your responsibility as a leader is to help people meet these needs. If you think about the first five needs, help them gain uh, consistency, variety, significance, belonging, growth, so that they can make the greatest contribution possible. That's what we're yeah. supposed to be doing as leaders. So, and maybe you're going to talk about this, Steve, but I'm curious to know um, how team members can do that because everybody's probably yeah. in a different situation, right? I mean, right. Uh, again, if you're leading other uh, other team members or other leaders, um, you probably need to start by figuring out uh, what what conditions help them to perform the best, and then again helping to coach them through how do we create that stability in in the world that we're living in right now. Exactly. I don't know what you think. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So we're going to touch on those things uh, okay, yeah. uh, that, that you mentioned. Yeah. So if you've ever been on a commercial airline flight, you've probably gone through this demonstration before. Right. And, you know, in the unlikely event of the loss of uh, cabin pressure, the oxygen mass is going to come from the ceiling. Right. And what is the big message that they give you? Please put on your mask first before assisting others. And uh, and we've heard this before uh, over and over, but it's worth repeating. Uh, we're in our organizations to serve people for the long term. Uh, and we can't do that if we put everybody else before ourselves. Uh, we have to make sure that our basic needs are met so that we can serve others over the long term. So what does that really look like uh, today, given our circumstances, right? So uh, leader standard work. Now, we can get into some really technical leader standard work that we might find from uh, Toyota or similar organizations. Um, what I'm showing you here is actually... A, an image from uh, the Best Self company, uh, bestself.co. And this is what they call the self journal. And, and this is excellent leader standard work. Mm -hmm. And if you look from the left to the right, write out your schedule for the day. Um, here is talking about uh, how you feel, but look on the, on the next page on the right side, uh, my goal, my targets, right? What are my lessons learned? Yeah. Right. And so what are we trying to do with leader standard work? Well, we're trying to make sure that the important things get done, that we're addressing uh, things, that we're acknowledging the things that need to be done repeatedly. Uh, it, we're prioritizing our actions. The biggest things that we're doing here with leader standard work is we're establishing a predictable routine. So when the routine or the process fails us, we can make adjustments to it quickly and easily and improve our performance or improve our day-to-day -day experience, right? So develop new routines, plan your day, right? We put the most important things first. We plan our interactions with people. And that's a big difference that we have today versus yesterday. 
you know, now that we're not uh, having the casual conversations with people in passing, we need to make a point of it. And, and I really encourage you to build that into your leader standard work, make, make time for other people, right? And what we're doing by following leader standard work is that we are deciding to take action right? We are, we are being proactive rather than reactive. And that's very, very important. You're deciding at the beginning of the day, the way your day is going to work. And in the military, there's a saying that no battle plan survives first contact, <laughs> but there's, but nobody goes into battle without a plan. Yeah. Right. Right. So if you get off course, you can see where, and in, and you can still see everything that's important, what not, must get done uh, for the day. So right. and, that, and that reflection too, you mentioned lessons learned, Steve, that reflection is so important. Uh, and, and just because you, maybe you uh, didn't carry out your whole plan the way that you planned it out at 7 a.m. or 8 a.m. in the morning, uh, that doesn't mean that you, do, you just throw the plan out and you just, you know, uh, do things without a plan tomorrow. You, you think about the lessons that you learned today, you reflect on what happened today, what, what, how did you feel throughout the day? And then, you know, go right back into making your plan tomorrow, you know, maybe shifting some of the, maybe some of those tasks that didn't get completed today to tomorrow, right? Right, right. So if we think about it in lean speak, right, because best self doesn't speak lean, uh, we yeah. do, right? So this is PDCA. Right. That's exactly what it is. Lessons learned. That's the check. That's the reflection. And to your point, Patrick, what am I going to do differently tomorrow? So, yeah. uh, Right, so I don't repeat repeat my mistakes. And the other thing too is if if you are a you you mentioned taking care of yourself first, right? So us as leaders, we need to make sure that we're doing this for ourselves. But also, if if we're coaching other people, you know, making sure that our team members at home, uh, you know, while they're working remotely, that they understand the importance of leader standard work. And again, I I don't know if you're going to hit on this or not, but helping them to see. You know, what, what is it that they should do? What is, as, a, as, as their supervisor, what do you expect from them? What, what, what's the quality standard? You know, what, what's the yeah. deadline for things? Just being clear with your expectations and making sure that, yeah. uh, that they see the value in it, uh, you know, also. Yep. And it, to me, leader standard work, by documenting this every day, uh, you're making the decision to make things happen rather than let things happen to you. Right. Right. This, this says I've chosen my path, whatever comes, I'm still going to do it where without a plan, I'm all I can do is react. That's right. Yep. Okay. So, all right. Now, how does this tie to coaching? What is the role of the coach? Uh, so as a, 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 well, the coach's role is really to help people get themselves from point A to point B. And I really want to emphasize get themselves right? You can't make decisions for people and you can't make them do anything. Even as an employer, if people are re reporting to you, ideally what you're trying to do, you've, it, what you're trying to get them to do is what you've already done with your leader standard work. You've decided to make the decisions to, to get through the day, right? You've decided to be proactive uh, regardless of the circumstances and coaching does the same thing, right? So, you've got your day-to-day -day figured out through your leader standard work and your coaching techniques enable you to help others to do the same thing, right? And, and there are many different coaching models that'll help you do that. So Kata, for instance, Toyota Kata, that is a coaching model. Uh, there's the grow model and there are many others, but they all do the same thing. Help, you're helping to enable people get from point A to point B, 
get themselves there, right? So what does that really look like? Well, here's a, a very common coaching model. Believe it or not, this is the, it's also the Kata model, but it's where, where do you want to be? Mm -hmm. uh, where are you now? What's getting in your way? What are you going to do? And when will you have done it, right? So stated another way, uh, to look at kata, for, for example, what's your target condition? What's the actual condition now? Uh, what obstacles uh, do you, are preventing you from reaching your target condition? What's your next step? And when are we going to go and see what you've learned from taking that step, right? Which is an accountability step. Green is, is the accountability piece of it. So the value of this model, and you can do this for yourself if you don't have anybody to coach you, uh, you can write this in, in your leader standard work. Write these questions down and answer them on a daily basis, right? Because what this does is it changes the mental state from things happening to me to me making things happen. And that is what we're trying to do. We're trying to get a shift in mental state to help people navigate all of this uncertainty, right? So coaching res respectfully positions a person to identify a future state, Mm -hmm. Acknowledge and accept the current state or your, your current circumstances. Uh, uh, confront your obstacles. Make a decision to move forward and then hold yourself accountable to that, right? So this process enables adaptability, right? So we're asking people to adapt to something new, and there's a lot of confusion about that. If you ask these five questions, people will find clarity in a moment. So the coaching model is a process for navigating uncertainty. It creates certainty and helps people thrive uh, during challenging times. So, yeah. yeah. So uh, for those of us that are at home right now, if I have a team that is, you know, that, that is sim working remotely now and hasn't before, obviously if we were doing kata, you know, within our um, – or within our four walls, maybe we have a storyboard up and, and we were meeting daily or whatever it may be, or, or if not, but, but we were coaching in the workplace. How do you see us being able to do this at home? Is this something that I can jump on a Zoom with my team members and I can walk through this with them like, just like we are here? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can certainly do that. I do it, on the, uh, I do it over the phone. Uh, believe it or not, I, I do it via email uh, uh, as well. Um, so you can do it with, uh, you know, with any medium, uh, absolutely. And sometimes uh, some of the questions, they, they don't need to be these questions exactly, but, but you, you want to take people through these five steps, right? So, so uh, make it conversational. And, and when people get stumped, sometimes you ask, where do you want to be? And they're like, oh, I really don't know. Maybe a different question to ask is, what do you want more of in your life right now? Mm. Yeah, that's a good question. And, and here's, here's, here's a little coaching tip uh, for you. When you ask these questions, think about uh, uh, being a, like a, a police investigator on any police show or movie you've seen, right? What an interrogator does. They'll ask the question and then they'll be quiet and be sure not to be the first person to speak because what's going on, the person that's receiving this question is going through some, some difficulty and they're formulating them, their thoughts. And if we remain quiet long enough, we'll give them the freedom to, uh, to articulate what they're feeling and what they're thinking. And sometimes that takes a minute. So we need, we need to be patient with folks and, and let them go through that. So uh, the whole coaching model, uh, you know, asking these questions and, and taking people, 
uh, through this. We want to be sure to ask these questions. We want them to think on it. We want people to make, uh, uh, make decisions. And when we ask questions, we want to leave these very broad open, open questions. And we don't want to do uh, what a, a coaching mentor shared with me as questioning, which is making a suggestion through a question. Right. Right. Avoid that. You, you meet people at their point A and you help them find the clarity to get to their point B. And we have to remain detached from the outcome. So whatever it is that people choose to do, whatever their answers are to these questions, it belongs to them and, and we help them uh, get to their point B. That's right. So, so essentially what we're trying to do is illuminate the path ahead, right? So rather than driving into the fog bank, now we can see way out to the horizon, we can see uh, where we're going. So some key points I'd like to, to leave you with. So first, uh, getting back to normal isn't going to happen, so adapt, right? We need to adapt to the way things are today. And when we are able to go back to work, get back into offices and factories and et cetera, it's not going to be the way it was. Things, things will be different um, uh, once we, everybody learns how to work well from home. We might see more of that, but uh, uh, the way business was conducted is going to be disrupted for quite a long time. So, so don't, uh, don't hang on to the way things used to be. Be open to the idea of just putting that down, what used to be normal, put it down, adapt, and embrace uh, uh, what's coming. So two, be proactive and develop new routines. And these new routines for yourself will help you develop a sense of consistency a sense of, uh, of certainty. Uh, use your leader standard work, plan your work, uh, and then work your plan. So everything, anytime you have some indecision or some confusion, come back to your leader standard work, get back on track. Uh, be deliberate about your interactions with other people. They're relying on you and you are bringing comfort to people by being able to speak to them, being able to see them. It's, it's, it is helpful. Uh, and um, it, maybe even undervalued, like we're not aware of how important it is uh, to other people that, that we actually see them. And then coach to get from point A to point B, and whether you're using the coaching model to help yourself uh, uh, or if you're using it to, to help others. So thank you very much. Great, great point, Steve. Uh, we did have a couple of questions pop up on here, Steve, if, if, you, if you don't mind, we have a few more minutes. You bet. Uh, one of the questions that came on my said, would you suggest a site or an app to create and monitor leader standard work? She said that, uh, or, uh, it, I find it increasingly difficult to coach and uh, convince people on using standard or technical leader standard work templates, which I completely understand. Yeah, so uh, I, I don't know of any sites or, or apps, templates uh, for leader standard work. Every time that I've used it, I've just created my own uh, based on what I, I want to get done uh, for the day. And when it comes to coaching others, if, uh, if you can have a, a discussion early in the day of what, it, what do you want to have done by the end of the day, right? And that can be, you know, where, where do you want to be? And, uh, and now you get right into that coaching, uh, uh, the coaching cycle. And you're keeping people focused uh, on those. And in a sense, you're, you're kind of driving leader standard work by, by consistently staying within the model. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, for us, I mean, we, we use a, a very specific template 
but you can go, you know, online. There's tons of templates out there online. Um, for any of you that do know maybe of an app or um, uh, any kind of a, a good site for leader standard work, maybe drop it in the comments so everybody can see that. Uh, but we use a, a, a template, you know, to, to your point, Steve, it, it really is individualized to the, the organization or to the leader in, in what's working for them. What are the daily tasks that need to be done? What are the weekly uh, tasks that need to be done? Um, you know, what are those things that I should be doing throughout my day or, or what's my plan for each day and what does that look like? Uh, Hamilton said in the comments that daily accountability is the key to making leader standard work work. Um, and I would definitely agree with that. So that, Absolutely. that's a great, um, a great point from Hamilton. Uh, another anybody, question, oh, go ahead. Yeah, anybody with uh, using Microsoft uh, Outlook, I, I don't use that any longer. My organization's not on uh, Outlook, but uh, in the past I've used it. And uh, in leadership roles, uh, Outlook has a function to produce leader standard work. It's not labeled that way. Uh, but every day I'd come into the office and I would print my calendar and you can customize the format. So it was a, a trifold eight and a half by 11 in landscape orientation, but it had my calendar, it had my tasks uh, on there, and then uh, an area for notes. So everything that was important was pre-populated. So I was able to just print that out every day. Good deal. Uh, another question came, uh, came in. It says, uh, this, the example that you showed of leader standard work that, uh, that you showed earlier in your slide yep. uh, said this example, uh, yes, go back. Keep going. Uh, one more. Oops. There it is. There it is. Yes. It says uh, this looks like it's more of a capture as you go kind of thing. Uh, it, it, they were saying, isn't that really more like a journal or diary versus having the standard plan ahead of time? Do you want to clarify that real quick? Sure. Uh, it, and this is just one example, and there are all kinds of different books like this. So on the left, there's the calendar. So this is write, it, write out your appointments for the day. Uh, before your before your workday begins, uh, you have uh, there your goals, and those goals are tied into longer term uh, goals you know, or organizational goals. So you're writing that out first thing in the morning today, and then you see that on the right page, just a little bit above center, uh, today's targets, right? So those are your top three uh, for the day. Right. And it's kind of, kind of hard to see there, but right below those three targets, there's a little kind of a light gray banner, and then it, it shifts to reflection at the end of the day. Yeah. So, yeah, right. So we fill this out at the beginning of the day, um, and then uh, the notes there, of course, uh, you know, for things happening during the day. But, yeah, the, I take the point. We really we want to be proactive, right? We plan our work. We work our plan. Yeah, that's right. And, and obviously, you know, some of us have those re, uh, recurring or repeatable daily tasks or weekly tasks. And so that makes it very easy to plan out, you know, way ahead of time. But also what you're talking about is in the morning, before you even move into your day, take out your leader standard work, you know, uh, make sure that you have a good plan for, you know, how many, how much time are you going to spend on your email today? What, what you know, how much time are you going to spend, uh, you know, uh, in meetings today or, or whatever it might be, what tasks need to be completed today. Um, and then at the end of the day, looking back and reflecting, what was I able to accomplish? Why didn't I get, you know, I had 10 tasks that I wanted to accomplish today. Why couldn't I get 10 tasks done? What did I learn from that? And that's where that PDCA comes in. And how can I change what I'm going to do tomorrow to make sure that I do get my 10 tasks done, you know, if, if possible. 
And I think, you know, right now more than ever, this is so key because we're at home. A lot of us are at home remote. We're not used to working uh, remotely and, and we're trying to create this structure where this leader standard work could, could really help that, you know, to, to sit down and develop that plan uh, before you start your day. And it, it applies at home working remotely just as much as it does when you're, when you're in the office or, or in, in your, at your site. Um, one of the things too that I thought what, what is really key is, you know, especially when it comes to coaching and your team members, uh, making sure that your team members at this time that they don't feel cut off, that that you know you have these regular check-ins and those coaching questions are could, can really play into that, you know, and making sure that you're having those uh, those touch points with your team very frequently. Uh, whether it's on the phone over FaceTime or Zoom or whatever it is that you use, making sure that you have those touch points. You're asking those very deliberate questions to get some dialogue going and, and assure them that uh, that there is learning and, and action that should still be taking place. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if, again, before we close, I, had, I don't want to turn it back over to you to, to close this out here, Steve, but... Uh, if anybody has, because we are working remotely, if anybody has uh, some best practices for remote working that they that we maybe could help us to build into our leader standard work, um, drop that in the comment box so that we can uh, take a look at that. And and obviously we'll we'll put that out to the attendees so that they can see. But any best practices for remote working uh, or for leader standard work while we're uh, kind of working ourselves through this uncertain time. Uh, so, Steve, let me turn it back over to you uh, so you can close us out and, um, you know, talk, maybe just mention a little bit more about the Gemba Academy and kind of some of the different things that you guys offer sure. um, through the Gemba Academy and what's available to everybody on the call to, um, again, help support them during, during these uncertain times. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so just to kind of recap on the, the, the key points, adapt, uh, be proactive, plan your work, work your plan, be deliberate about your interactions, and... Uh, follow a coaching model to get from point A to point B. Um, so with uh, so with that, uh, Gemba Academy, uh, Patrick mentioned uh, the coaching. That's one of the uh, many services that we offer. We help people improve uh, or business operations, improve their organizations, and also uh, improve in terms of individual professional development. We do that through a fantastic a uh, library of videos on everything Lean and Six Sigma and, uh, and the personal coaching. So uh, with a subscription, we talk to our customers about actually making use of the concepts that are being learned in the videos. Uh, we're here to, to help people be successful. That's, that's really the point of, of Gemba Academy. And um, uh, if anybody would like to um, uh, you know, make uh, you know contact with me uh, gembaacademy.com if you go to the bottom of any page on uh, the gemba academy website you can just click on contact us and that will come directly to me and i'd be happy to uh, to speak with you so with that i say thank you perfect uh and obviously steve we only had you know 30 40 minutes here so you know there's a ton of other more material more opportunities to learn around coaching and leader standard work um, and Steve is available through those, those uh, contact areas that he mentioned to help answer more questions or, or help get you some more value around those, that, that type of stuff. So make sure that you uh, reach out to him if you, do, you are seeking out more information around the Gamble Academy or, or the different programs that they offer. 
So thank you, Steve. Really appreciate uh, your time uh, today and, and uh, look forward to having you back on, you know, in the next couple of weeks um, and uh, just continuing to help grow and offer value to all of those out there in our virtual community, our virtual network that are just looking for, you know, uh, personal growth opportunities. So thank you very much for, for your time. You're welcome, and thank you for the opportunity. I really Absolutely. appreciate it. All right, everybody, stay safe, stay, stay healthy, and, and uh, uh, take care, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Lean Solutions Podcast. If you haven't done so already, please be sure to subscribe. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. If you feel so inclined, please give us a review. Thank you so much.